0: We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. We're going to have to start calling for the things that God promised. That doesn't mean that you deny what exists, you just don't put the accent on it. You call for the thing that's not manifest. So if we would do what the Apostle Paul says, be imitators of God as dear children, then we'd have to call things that are not as though they were. We call for what God promised until the promise comes. And you see, faith cometh by what? Hearing. Hearing yourself speak and quote what God says will cause faith to come for the very thing that God said about you. Alright, we're talking about calling things that are not. Now, let's read the other scripture there in 1 Corinthians. This is the two foundation scriptures, one in Romans, the fourth chapter, and the other in 1 Corinthians, the first chapter, where the Apostle Paul again says in verse 27 and 28 But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. And base things of the world, and things which are despised hath God chosen, yea, and things which are not, to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. Now listen to what he said. God chose things that are not manifest, to bring to naught things that are. Now, these are the basic scriptures that we're using for this teaching. Now, we're using others, of course, and sharing some things, but these are what we call the foundation scriptures. God's method is to call the thing that is not manifest. Now, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 says, Now faith is a substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things, the evidence of things not seen. Now, if you're having financial problems, then the thing that is not seen is the abundance. Isn't that right? So then, faith is the substance of the thing desired or hoped for. If you hope for something, that means you desire it, right? So then, faith is the substance of that thing. But now, faith, without some speaking will not bring the manifestation because faith cometh by hearing. The faith is in the Word of God to produce that thing. Now here's the way it works. Now I'll give you just a very condensed idea of this because I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I do want to say enough about it to where you get it. God releases sufficient faith in every promise to cause the manifestation of it in your life and in your business affairs, in your marriage, in whatever Every promise in this book has sufficient faith, and when I say faith, I'm talking about a divine energy of God. The Spirit of God gave me this definition of faith. Faith is the divine energy of God. It's released in His Word. It's in His Word. And when you speak His Word and quote His Word, you hear His Word. See, I'm talking about out loud now. Now, this is one thing we've missed it in. We've thought that faith cometh by reading. The Bible doesn't say that faith cometh by reading. It says faith cometh by hearing. Now, if we read it out loud, we'd hear it, wouldn't we? So that's the whole idea behind what the Apostle Paul said, is that we speak and quote and confess God's word, and we hear it coming out of our own mouth. And then it produces faith for that very promise. Now, see, you could be highly developed in one area, say, of salvation. There's some people that's highly developed in that. They say, oh, yes, God will save you. He'll forgive you of your sins. Yes, thank God the Bible says He'll nowise cast you out. All that come to Him, He'll receive them and He'll no wise cast them out. Oh yes, God will save you. Yes, yes, I know He will. You know why they believe that? Because they've quoted it and spoke it and they've taught it and they've shared it with other people. But then you come right over on the other hand and say, Well, what about, will God supply my financial needs if I believe Him? Oh no, God don't mess with material things. Well, now, what's the matter here? Here's an individual that's highly developed over here into speaking God's Word concerning salvation, getting people saved, but they haven't spent any time in the prosperity scriptures. So don't criticize them. They just may not have developed themselves in that area. And as far as that, you go right on over in the area of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And it may be that they don't even know that the Holy Spirit is formed today. So they wouldn't have any faith for it, see, because faith cometh by hearing. So when we're talking about calling things that are not, we're talking about calling for the promise of God that is not manifest in your life. You see, now when we go by the biblical, scriptural way to do it, and that is to speak what God said. This is the way Jesus defeated the devil on the Mount of Temptation. He just simply quoted what God said. I challenge you to read it there in the fourth chapter of Luke, and you'll find out that he wouldn't say anything to the devil except what God had said. That's the only thing he'd say. When the devil would come in, he'd quote scripture. And you know it works so well on the devil, the devil started quoting scripture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. The devil knows a few scriptures. If you don't believe it, just listen to your radio some that. <laughs> you'll hear some folks saying some things on there that the devil knows a few scriptures but now he always quotes them out of context see see that's what i meant you hear people all the time on the radio and even television too quoting scripture out of context see using it like the devil uses. it be careful about that now here we have God's method is to call things that are not. Now let's go over in. I told you I was going to show you how Jesus operated in this. Go with me to John, the second chapter. I was studying this one day and I said to the Lord, Now Lord, I'd like to know if this is a biblical principle of Mark eleven twenty three that a man will have what he says if he believes and doubt not in his heart and calling things that are not is a Bible principle, which I know it is. But I want to know why I haven't seen it in your ministry through the Bible. And he said, well, you just hadn't been looking. And then he started carrying me through the scripture. Now, this will show you why. That there can be specific things in the Bible that is very evident when you study that specific thing. But if you don't study it specifically, you can study the Bible all your life and miss it. That's why God has anointed certain people And use certain people in this day and time to be specialists in the area of ministry. There's people that believe that I'm unbalanced in my teaching because I teach so much on the power of words and confession. See, confessing the word of God. They say, why, he's unbalanced. Why, he can start out preaching on the baguettes and he'll end up on words. (laughs) Well, you'd have to, you know. (laughs) But anyway, uh, they don't realize sometimes that God is using specialists today. Now, why would God do that? Well, let me ask you something. If you were going to go have an eye operation, and you know that it's a very delicate thing to have an eye operation, would you go to a foot doctor? (laughs) That's very obvious, isn't it? You'd want to go to an eye specialist. You know why? Because that's all he does and that's all he studies. And that's what he deals with. And he's more highly proficient in it than anybody else on the face of the earth. That's That's why God has raised up ministries to teach faith. He's raised up ministries to teach healing. He's raised up ministries to teach confession and different things. And that doesn't mean that I can't teach something else. But if you'll always stay with your anointing, you'll never get in trouble. You know where a lot of people get in trouble? They get out of their anointing and try to get over here and teach what God's anointed somebody else to do. And they end up in error. They end up teaching something off the wall. How did they miss it? They got out of their anointing. They missed God. They got over in an area they didn't know anything about. You see, when we learn to stay with what God has revealed to us, then we'll have the anointing of God to teach it. But don't go try to do somebody else's ministry, see. There's a lot of people that would like to have the ministry that somebody else has got. But stay with the one that God gave you, see. And he may change it a little. It doesn't mean that you just have to stay with a certain thing. But stay with what you know. I've heard good ministers. I'm talking about good ministers. I mean getting people saved by the hundreds and thousands. Then they get off to teaching on something they didn't know anything about and just blow the whole deal. I mean just get plumb off the wall with it. And just get blasphemous with it, actually. Because they got out of their own understanding and tried to teach something they didn't know anything about. As long as they stayed with what God had anointed them to do, they're just doing great. But when they got over in that area, they just blew the whole deal, see. Well... That's just a little side trip, but it'll help you. Can you say amen? Amen. Praise God. Well, when we stay with the anointing that God has given us, then we'll have better results. Now, see, this is why that a pastor has to be in all of these areas. He has to teach them all. So he will probably not be as highly developed in any one single area of love or healing or faith as somebody that his whole ministry is dedicated toward that. But you see, a pastor has to teach it all he has to be what we call the jack of all trades because he's got to pastor the whole church, see? And we just come in and teach specific things as God has anointed us. Can you say amen? Amen. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, our offer all this week is video offer number 7856, Calling Things That Are Not As Though They Were a 60-minute DVD for $20 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $24. Calling things that are not as though they were. Now, that simply means you call for what God has given you but is not yet manifest in your life. Second Peter chapter 1 tells us that God has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. How? Through the knowledge. If you don't have knowledge of what he's given, then you couldn't possibly have Bible faith for it. Through the exceeding great and precious promises. It is by these exceeding great and precious promises that he's given us all things that pertain to life. But now it's not going to come to you just because it's in the Bible. You have to hear it, you have to believe it, and you have to call for it. Well, somebody said, well, I'd be lying if I was calling for abundance because I don't have abundance. That's what this video shares with you, how that you call for what you don't have we do that in everything else in life why would we lock up on it and call things that are when we talk about what we have don't talk about what's happening to you talk about what the word says will happen to you if you do what the word says to do thank god i have given it's given unto me good measure pressed down shaken together running over by the stripes of jesus I am healed because the Scripture says ye were healed. So then we confess what the Scripture says regardless of whether it's in manifestation or not. I want you to know that God's Word is spiritual law. It is the power of God to create, to change situations and circumstances. So when you call for the promise of God, you're calling for what God's already given you. You're not calling for what you have You already have that, so you say what God said about you. Thank God there's abundance and no lack. My God has met my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Well, that's planting a seed for what you need. You call things that are not. Any farmer that plants a seed of corn or soybeans or rice or whatever, he is calling for what he wants. He's not calling it the way it is. He's calling for what he doesn't have. He plants about two bushel of rice seed, or three, and he expects to get a hundred bushel. Calling for what he doesn't have. Calling things that are not. 60-minute DVD for $20 plus $4 postage and handling. A total of $24. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps.